Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, here it is, another episode of Infinite Banter. I'm Mark Jolliffe. Appreciate you guys for subscribing, listening to the show every week. Today I want to talk about Shazam. I'm really impressed by it. Do a quick review on that. Also do a quick review on WrestleMania and everything that happened on Raw and SmackDown. And also the Star Wars trailer dropped on Friday and it's getting a lot of people hyped and I want to talk about it. We're also going to have my guy DJ Real One in here to talk about his new album, Lost Gems. And... His other album, Designer Beats. So a lot to talk about music-wise. As always, at Infinite Banter on Twitter, at Infinite Banter on Facebook. Find us on Google Play, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, Podcast.com. Check out the show. I appreciate it. Before we get into everything, DMC, make this official. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. Finally, finally DC got it right. Shazam is everything that I hoped it could be, and it was really good. DC has had nothing but duds. Every movie they've released other than Wonder Woman, and we're talking post the Batman trilogy, the Christopher Nolan stuff. I'm not including those in this, but everything since then, to me, has fallen way short of expectations and have not been that good. But that being said, this movie, I you know, I was kind of on the fence about it because I'm not like this huge fan of Shazam, aka Captain Marvel, but I figured, why not? I'll go check it out. I'll see it. It looks like it has some potential, and it, it delivers. If you really just want to have a good time and watch a movie... This movie does it. So finally, DC, you got one right. After screwing up so many other movies, this one, they finally got it right. It hits on everything you want. Kids can like it. Even if you don't even follow comic books, you can get into it because it really explains and sets up everything really well. Some really good uh, jokes in this one, a lot of comedy in it, but not too hokey. Uh, it just really works. It's, re- it's really good. The guy who plays Shazam, he's from that show Chuck. I didn't watch that show, but I'm aware of you know his work from that, and he's really good in this. He really he really pulls it off, and I would definitely recommend anybody out there if you're looking to see Shazam and you're on the fence about it, go check it out. It's definitely worth your time. Way better than Justice League and Aquaman and some of the other stuff that's come out recently. Like I said, Wonder Woman's probably the best of the movies on the DC side, but this one right here, 
really delivers. So I got to say big up to Shazam. It's really worth it. Cameos by Megan Good. I've always been a fan of. So she's in it uh, at towards the end. And uh, Michelle Borth, if you watch Y5O, oh, she has a cameo in it. Zachary Levy is a guy who plays Shazam. I should get his name right on here. Uh, you also had Mark Strong, who plays the bad guy in this. And Jaman Hansu, who is in Captain Marvel on the Marvel side. It's funny, he's in two Captain Marvel movies that come out within a month. So that's pretty cool. It's just really, really good. There's some really cool like Easter egg stuff in there. With uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but at the end of the movie... Superman is introduced, and they don't show who is playing Superman, because I'm assuming that they don't know who's going to, because they don't have him cast yet. And there's a lot of DC references in it. There's a ton of Batman references in this. And uh, one of the kids who hangs out... For those who don't know the story, Billy Batson, it's a, he's a kid. He's a foster kid, and he gets taken in by a family. And the the man who takes care of these kids is, is, plays Jerry on The Walking Dead, so that was pretty cool to see him. But uh, there's like six or seven kids, all different backgrounds and such, different ages. Billy Batson, who ends up becoming Shazam, he's the new foster kid in his foster family. And he becomes friends with the one kid who's around his age and they go to school together and stuff. And that kid's always got a Wonder Woman shirt on or Aquaman shirt. and So they're really giving you all the DC stuff without actually telling you too much about what's happened in the past movies. So, but they're definitely promoting their characters. So it's cool they gave a nod to Superman. And they take the Marvel template here. After the credits, there's a quick scene. And then they show the regular credits. And then there's a scene after the credits. So that was pretty cool. Uh, the final after credit scene was uh, kind of like a dig at Aquaman by Shazam. Kind of making fun of how he doesn't have any real powers. And you know how it's not cool. So that was pretty funny. And then the, and the first post-credit scene had Mr. Mind, who's the little caterpillar guy, who shows up in the prison cell of the Mark Strong character. So that definitely is going to lead into something in the future. And I like how they did that. They took the Marvel template. I don't care if it's considered biting or copying or not. Marvel does it. It works. I'm surprised DC hasn't done this already. So it's good to see them saying, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and try and do what they do. And it fits. It fits the format. It helps build up the next movies. And you get the feeling that Shazam is going to be part of some sort of Justice League thing. So if they could just get this stuff right, they might have a couple decent movies on their hand. So, again, really liked this movie. Thought it was really well done. Lots of good comedy in it. I saw on Rotten Tomatoes it gets 90%. That's pretty high. It's done decently at the box office considering it's not a major character. But uh, it's, it's in the same vein of like on the Marvel side. You get like Ant-Man and you know, Doctor Strange, like movies like that that are B, maybe C-list characters. People still go out and support them and they're good movies. I think this is along those lines. But the difference is with this one is that it's coming off of so many duds and it, this one delivers and it's a big deal so go check out Shazam really worth your time and I'm looking forward to see how they handle this character going forward along with the DC universe <laughs> wanted to do a quick roundup of Wrestlemania 35 uh, the first thing I'll say about it is it is long it is an entire day of wrestling I mean you get the pre-show and the actual show it's seven seven and a half hours here locally, Central Time, I started watching it at 4 o'clock. It wasn't over till like 11.30. So meaning in New York where it was actually taking place, people weren't getting out of there till almost 1 o'clock in the morning. And I saw stuff online about all the traffic and the train situation. People trying to get home was a mess. I'm not really sure what more they can do to it. They're trying to get everybody on the roster in matches. So it's really going to be hard to shorten the time. I'm more about the pacing of it. 
And I think they should maybe start it a little bit earlier or cut the pre-show. The pre-show is two hours. Make the pre-show one hour. If you want to do like a lot of talking and such, maybe have that be the first hour with zero matches. And in the second hour of the pre-show, have that be the actual place where the matches take place. The problem is people won't watch that first hour. And I get it. But if you really want to cut this down and just make it more concise, I say the pre-show needs to be cut down. Have less matches on the pre-show and try to run through these matches on WrestleMania a little quicker. Some of them were really fast. That Samoa Joe Rey Mysterio match was like, what, two, three minutes? And I know Rey Mysterio was hurt. Maybe that has something to do with it. But it went by so quickly. The Finn and Bobby Lashley match went really fast. And as a fan, I was kind of glad in a way because I just wanted to get to the main event. I was like, come on, let's just move on. Just want to get to the main event while we're here. Um, I do like how they started things off with Seth versus Brock. That was pretty cool. And then the next match was AJ versus Randy Orton. So they really got things started and kept you going with it. I wasn't really a big fan of Kofi's match being, I don't know, maybe a little past the halfway point because I feel like that was such a monumental thing. It should have been more towards the end. Obviously, it wasn't going to be the main event, but I would have rather have had that place somewhere else because I feel like after that match, it was kind of a letdown, everything after that. There wasn't really anything that got me going again. And because you're watching for seven hours, it's just hard to keep people's attention. I mean, I started getting sleepy after a while. You're just sitting on a couch for seven hours. It's just, it's just tough. So I wish that match was pushed back a little bit just to kind of keep people's interest going. But it's hard because if you put a lot of filler in the middle, you might lose them there. So I, I know the problem they have, and I don't have an easy solution for it, but I just wish there was a way to pace it quicker and get this thing over. before It should never end at 11 o'clock or midnight, depending on what time zone you're in. It, that's just way too late. But I'm happy with all the results. Kofi's champion. Becky Lynch is champion of Raw and SmackDown. Seth Rollins is champion. I mean, you can't complain about these results. So that being said, I'm happy with everything that happened. And then as far as Raw and SmackDown, they're going to have the brand shakeup coming up this week where they're going to have wrestlers from SmackDown going to Raw and vice versa. So that'll be interesting to see who goes where. Lots of title changes at WrestleMania. So that was a big deal. And then the Usos dropped their belts on SmackDown. I have a pretty good feeling they're going to go to Raw. That's just my guess. Why else would you have them lose on SmackDown? I think Raw really needs some tag team they need to build up their tag team corpse. They don't have anything over there, so they'll probably move them to Raw. That would be my guess. I'd be shocked if somebody like AJ Styles doesn't go to Raw. Um, they usually always flip the IC and the U.S. title champion, so I wouldn't be shocked if Joe goes to Raw and if Finn Balor goes to SmackDown. So those are a couple things. I, I uh, would like to see some NXT call-ups. I didn't really have any. Lars Sullivan finally made an appearance on both shows. I don't know if he's just going to be this guy who just shows up everywhere. not really sure. Um, Braun showed up on SmackDown, which was pretty cool. He went after Joe, and that's a match I would love to see. Um, Joe and uh, Braun go at it. So, yeah, I really like WrestleMania. That was pretty good. It, it's really hard to complain about it other than the time. And a couple of the matches were duds, but for the most part, everything went good. It was a really good show, very satisfying. Everybody got what they wanted. There wasn't any swerves or anything. So you could maybe complain that Becky should have been able to tap out Ronda instead of getting like that kind of slide uh, pin move that kind of felt uh, like a, like a cop-out way for her to win. But, you know, Ronda can kind of complain she wasn't necessarily pinned because her shoulder was up, you know, things like that. So maybe they wanted to give her an out. But overall, really good show. One of the better WrestleManias in the last five years. And I'm completely satisfied with the results. So it's hard for me to complain too much about it. I just really wish they could find a way to shorten this thing 
I mean, when I was growing up, the WrestleManias were like three, three and a half hours. I mean, they're double that now. And it's just hard to watch something for seven hours, eight hours. I can't even imagine if you're there. That's crazy. I went to the Shimmer Show, which is a female wrestling independent group, uh, two weeks ago. And that was that was a good six hours. So that was a long time, too. So it is tough. It's not easy, uh, especially when you don't know who all the wrestlers are. Because I was just being introduced to all these independent wrestlers. So it's hard to sit there for seven hours and be engaged the whole time but they were really good so it, it did work I didn't really notice that time went by so you know it was it was really quick so I didn't feel like I was sitting there for six hours but definitely it is a lot of wrestling and you know you feel like your eyes are going to bleed from watching too much wrestling at the same time but uh that being said Wrestlemania was good I like it one of the better Wrestlemania's in a while if they could just fix the pacing and try to just shorten it up a little bit maybe get rid of some of the weird stuff there you know and in between the little Hulk Hogan thing at the beginning we didn't need that you know stuff like that it just just get right to everything just get it going all the matches so uh yeah if you guys have any thoughts on Wrestlemania I'd like to hear what people think about it you know definitely hit me up in all the places on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff Instagram good show good show let's get into that Star Wars trailer holy crap let's talk about it So Friday, they uh, dropped the Star Wars trailer. <laughs> that was a big deal. Here in Chicago, the, for the first time, it's Star Wars Celebration Convention. I got to go on Saturday. It's been going on since Thursday. It continues through Monday. And shout out to my guy Mario and his brother Chewie. They got me a pass. I was able to go. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it, but I got to go yesterday. So it was really cool. And on Friday, they premiered the trailer for the new Star Wars movie, The Rise of Skywalker, coming out in December. And it is pretty cool. It it definitely gets you excited about it. It's two minutes long. The first half of it is pretty much Ray is standing on a desert planet. I don't know if it's Jakku. I don't know if it's Tatooine. It might be some other sand planet we've never seen before. It looks like the Grand Canyon to me. And you hear Luke's voice talking to her. Or it could be like a flashback thing. We're not really sure how they how they piece it together in context. But you hear Luke's voice talking to her about the tradition of the Jedi and the training. And then you hear a TIE fighter coming. And it starts flying towards her. And she does this cool flip. Pretty sure Kylo Ren's flying it because of the shape of the TIE fighter. It looks like it's his. And they do a close-up on the gloves. And I'm sure that's intentional because they're trying to show you who it is. She does this cool flip over the TIE fighter. Then they cut to the next part of the trailer. So that right there alone got me excited for it. And then, you know, there's a bunch of cuts to another planet. You see the Death Star crashed on some sort of like water planet. We get Lando. Lando's in the Millennium Falcon, it looks like. All the other characters are there. Poe, Finn. You also get uh, a glimpse of Princess Leia. And they've already talked about how they're going to do that. They're going to just take some old footage from Force Awakens that wasn't used and find a way to weave it in there to where she's still in the movie. The last thing in the trailer that really catches you, you hear Palpatine's voice. And I'm just like, wait, wait a minute. How the heck is this dude alive? This is very, very confusing. Kind of cool at the same time. I hope they're not trying to make this too much of a, uh, you know, sorry for the last Jedi movie. We're going to just do like Force Awakens and just bring back a bunch of characters you like and do a bunch of stories that you've kind of seen before, but remix them. I hope it's not like that because I'm a little worried that it might seem too familiar. But I'm interested to see how Emperor is alive because that dude, you know, fell and you always thought that he died. And who knows? You know, I guess if Darth Maul can survive, spoiler, then why, why can't Emperor Palpatine? So... He appears to be back. I don't know if he's back in the physical form or some sort of like dark side force ghost. I don't really understand, but that's what's getting me intrigued about it. I want to see what happens now. A couple of other things I noticed in the trailer. 
So Kylo's fighting some, uh, I don't know, I'm assuming rebels of some sort in like a red forest setting. And it looks like he does a rock bottom on somebody. Somebody's coming towards him. He grabs him, slams him down while he's holding the lightsaber. So yeah, it looked like he did a rock bottom there. The wrestling fans will know what that is. That's The Rock's, one of his signature moves. I forgot to mention when Lando's flying the Millennium Falcon, Chewie is alongside him. Lando's got the yellow outfit on with the, I, I don't know if, I couldn't tell if he had the blue cape on, but he had the yellow shirt reminiscent of the Donald Glover version of Lando in the solo movie. So that's pretty cool. There's also the medallion. It looks like it's the same one that Luke and Han got in the first Star Wars movie when Leia puts the medals. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Over there next at the end of the, at the, end of the movie before the credits roll. So I, I think that's what they're showing in the trailer. I'm not sure why it's significant here, but it's in the movie. Uh, just a lot of cool stuff. J.J. Uh, Abrams is taking it over. The last movie, The Last Jedi, just got a lot of flack. A lot of people weren't happy about it. I'm not going to get into all that. I mean, you either like it or you didn't. The hope here is now that this movie ties it all up, get, makes a makes a nice ending of this saga for these this trilogy of Star Wars movies and just kind of wraps it up and doesn't screw it up too much and uh, <laughs> just keeps, keeps everybody happy and gets everybody satisfied. When they leave the movie theater, they're happy about the movie. They're happy about this trilogy these new characters, and how they treated the old ones. I sure hope they don't kill Lando. Please don't kill Lando. Don't kill Chewie. Enough killing of the characters. I get it. You want to take them out of the fold and introduce us to new characters. I just don't know why they kill them all to do that. So he killed off Luke. He killed off Han. Carrie Fisher's not around anymore, so I'm assuming Leia dies, or they just, or I don't know how they're going to handle that, but can you? Can we not kill Lando too? I don't want to bring him back just so you can off him. I, I hope that's not what they do, but pretty excited about this movie i have high hopes for it as i always do but this one hopefully will definitely live up to the build and the hype and i think a lot of people are excited because jj abrams has taken over he did force awakens and hopefully he takes this thing and does it service does it does it the justice that it needs because a lot of people are really upset with that last one so exciting trailer holy shit really excited about it it premiered here in chicago i couldn't be prouder that it was in my city that it premiered here. Don't know if this convention's coming back here anytime soon. So it was really a big deal to go check out that convention. And the convention's awesome. The cosplays are amazing. If you follow me on Instagram, DJ Soundwave75, I posted tons of pictures, tons of video. I'll put a couple on the Infinite Banter Twitter page. Just a really cool time. Uh, if the Star Wars celebration ever comes to your town, I recommend you check it out if you're a Star Wars fan. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan, just to see the spectacle of this. There's an X-Wing in there. There's a TIE fighter in there. You can take pictures with it. People walking around dressed up. My favorite cosplay was somebody dressed up as, as Chef Darth Vader with a plate full of porgs. I thought that was great. I posted that picture if you want to check it out. Just some really cool cosplays. There was an Othello Darth Vader um, holding, what was he? He was holding the melted mask of Darth Vader uh, as like, like, a, like Othello. So it was really cool. Uh, some really, really cool cosplays. People really go out of there. I mean, I go to all the comic book conventions, and the cosplays are great there, too. But when it's specifically Star Wars ones, um, you know, it's it's just really good. I'm a big Star Wars geek, so this is really up my alley. Really fun. 
So the trailer looks great. Excited about it. And also the convention's really cool. If it's in your town, go check it out. Star Wars Celebration. And that trailer just has me hyped. Let's let's get ready for the Rise of Skywalker. Let's hope this thing delivers and builds up to a nice ending to this trilogy. And then I'll move on to the new storylines. All right, checking out Infinite Banter. Mark Jalf here, and I'm joined by the one and only, the realest of ones, DJ Real One. What's going on, man? I'm, what's good, man? I'm, I'm happy to be here. This, this is amazing. I love the podcast, and uh, thanks for having me. First time somebody's been in the crib with the microphone <laughs> and the headphones. We were figuring it us all out before he came on. It's an honor, man. Man, so much. Dude, me and this dude have like 20 years of history from 20? college. Are you serious? Yeah, like 90. What year was it when you were DJing for Radic Static? At that Digital Underground show. That's when I first uh, was up to the real one game. I'd like to say either 97 or 98. It's possible, so, yeah. Yeah, you're looking at 20 plus, man. I just remember, like, because they were sick. They didn't do the show, but you guys still went on. Right. And some dude was cutting up Nas <laughs> locked in a cell, locked in a cell. And I was right. like, man, that dude's doing his thing up there. I wonder who that is. Nice. And I found out it was The Realness, right. a.k.a. DJ Real One. However... The real first time you came up to me was when I was wearing a Run DMC shirt at Columbia College. Right. And you're like, man, what's up, man? Where'd you get that shirt at? And it was for their album. Uh, Crown Royal. Crown Royal. That was and exclusive. Was such an exclusive shirt. So I remember that. And, and then after that, we became friends after that. The shirt was better than the album, unfortunately. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, good point. I hope DMC's not listening. Uh, thanks for coming oh, on the man, show better, uh, back then. <laughs> He won't be mad because he's only on like one song. If you remember, that was some of the problems with that album. He was Good barely point, on man. it. Good point. So maybe he understands. Uh, but speaking of albums, DJ Real One's here. People who've been listening to this podcast, when you first turn it on, the music you hear when it intros and when it leaves you, the outro, this man right here put those together. He's like, take whatever you want. And I took some gems because they're on the Lost Gems album. Well, thanks for playing them. I appreciate that. And they almost weren't going to be on the album, but I heard a lot of good feedback from it. Uh, and since you were playing them, I said, you know what? Like, these can't go to waste. They have to be released somehow, somewhere. And uh, they are on the album. So, Man. you know, we've got a lot of lost gems on there. All unreleased material. There's one or two that have been released, but uh, just stuff that I had sitting, sitting around in, in the computer that I wanted to let people hear. You know what I mean? And for those who don't know, you've done work with a lot of local Chicago artists and as well as people from Kansas City, yeah. Dirt Platoon out in Baltimore, some right. cats from New York. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been doing it for a minute. Uh, bef before, I was strictly DJing, but I found a passion and a love for uh, making the beats, and that's what I'm on right now. Um, some of the artists on the album include some cats from uh, New Jersey. You got, uh, you know, Confucius, Ramses Ali, Bori, and some cats that you might have heard from Chicago. Uh, my man Ali for the go. Um, I got yeah, nice I like him a lot, man. That that song you guys did yeah. from the ground up. Right. I mean, his, his style is is just original, and I love when he's on my beats. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he does his thing. Um, you got my man uh, Visual. I got a nice remix with him. And Drake Cobbs. Shout out to my man Drake Cobbs, my homie. Uh, I see you. He's just coming out. Um, oh, I just realized the yeah. song you have on here. And that's a classic. Puffing on the trees. We might have to play that one because that one's a banger, dude. Is it? It's like a ba it's a basement classic. I call it a basement classic because in our basement, <laughs> whenever my man uh, MJ comes over, we're always playing that song. And um, you know, no, you know, my guy Catch, he didn't want to put it out. He thought it was too crazy. 
but how can I not put that out, man? It's, no. it's just it's just crazy. Shout out to Catch Twenty Two out in Kansas yeah. City, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, your basement. I've called it the Hip Hop Smithsonian because <laughs> like you have, if there's a record you want to hear, this dude has it. More than likely, he has two copies because he's a real DJ, not just you know somebody collects them. So if, if my if my basement is the Smithsonian, where are we at right now? Because you got a nice this one. It's uh, is it like a branch of the Smithsonian. It's like, or what? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Okay. Because you know. If something were to happen to me tomorrow, this is all yours, man. Take all these records and, you know, you know, I eyeball the ones you want to keep. You know, if you like that cool Keith right there I'm looking at, that sign, that's yours, Can man. Can I bring this home right here, though? This Bronson oh, movie? that Action Bronson signed? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, if I don't make it, and anybody listening to this, if I, we got, we, if, we got if like, I get murdered, you know this dude did it. <laughs> it's too many witnesses, man. It's too many out there. Yo, man, before we talk some more, Let's get into this first, because this first song that you were telling me we should, we should kick it off with, Bars Are Crazy. Not bars yet. are, just, 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 I don't want to be like a hip-hop snob, but I guess I'm going to do it for a minute. Bars have kind of been something that hasn't been happening as much as I would like right. as a true hip-hop fan. I know, like, um, I know I'm a hater, and I'm not giving these young cats a chance, but these cats right here, the bars are crazy. Now, this is an actual track that was, this is one of the tracks on the album that has been released digitally. But um, the new, this is going to be on CD, so this will be the first time it's available on CD. Um, it's a track that I did with uh, my man Confucius and Ramses Ali out of Jersey. And uh, Shout out to the bar gods, those exactly. two guys, man. Killing it, killing the game. I mean, if you don't know them, go follow them on Instagram, uh, Confucius and Ramses Ali. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it if you haven't heard it yet. All right, so let's get into that song, Bars Are Crazy, featuring Confucius and Ramses Ali, TJ Real One from his new album, Lost Gems. Psycho bitches. You really are crazy. It's about to get scary like a horror flick. Open auditions. Who want parts of this? Best believe it ain't nothing to get out of goon. We 730. Panic room. Yeah. These bars are crazy. These bars are crazy. These bars are crazy. We all so crazy. Disrespect and I ain't trying to shake hands Rather make you face plant like you trying to break dance In the quick flip turn one to eight grand Sporadically put something together like I made plans I'm a mechanic throwing punches like Rocky Four, And I'm always in the hood like a poppy store Pull out an ordinary gun and they running shook Rap extraordinary, this one for the books Lock down the spot till it's full of cars Spit as soon as I see you, pull up bars up, put hands on you, no back rubs You get no salute, this the new wave Flash floods, the wifey disloyal you, you missed the point She gave me head and tail, flip a coin Stand close to the edge And get an instant push Pulp Fiction cleanup man, Winston Wolf It's about to get scary like a horror flick Open auditions Who want parts of this? Best believe it ain't nothing to get out of goon We 7.30 Panic room, yeah these bars are crazy. These bars are crazy. Yeah. These bars are crazy. We all so crazy. These people came to see me. They hate you here. I gotta raise a right that'll take off facial hair. Quick jabble, shit bag them, half kids laughing. If he ain't passing, we sack him, McNair, McNab him. Your life? We gonna put a dub on it. Steal your car, park it, and put a club on it. I'm killing it hard as you feeling the guard. Watch me bang the screw like I'm still in your car. I 
construct bars. You need a hard hat to see where I'm going with these lines. You need a bar map. Get shots all around the city. Check your bar map. Steal your car, what you still in it? That's a car jack. York niggas known for that. Give me them keys with a melody. My niggas black over keys, that's melanin. Over white, we black over keys. Duke Ellington, well done. Cook the beef, beef Wellington. It's about to get scary like a horror flick. Open auditions, who want parts of this? Best believe it ain't nothing to get out of goon. We 7.30, panic room, yeah. These bars are crazy. These bars are crazy. These bars are crazy. We all so crazy. Crazy, man. You know what? When you said that last time, I was kind of tripping, right? But now. All right, we're back. Infinite banter. That joint right there. Bars are crazy with Confucius. Bars are crazy. Hey, and that song is crazy. And Ramsey's yeah. Ali. Let the heads know where they can find this album. That song, man. That's dude. So uh, those those dudes, Bar Gods. Again, shout out to the Bar Gods. I mean, once again, Bar Gods. That's um uh, was originally released on one of their albums. So go follow my man Confucius Ramsey's Ali on uh, Instagram. And as far as if you'd like to purchase that or download it. You can go to uh, djreal.bandcamp.com. Just search me on Bandcamp. Um, that's where the CDs will be available for a limited quantity. So uh, I know you got your copy. Um, well, this one time at Bandcamp, I went on the site. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And I, and I par- purchased the album. <laughs> nice. You didn't get a flute? No. Oh, see, you got the reference. Good. Right, I was man, worried for a minute. I'm like, I don't know if this dude's seen American Pie. Classic, man. You know, I'm, I might be hip-hop, but you know I know my movies, too. But uh, anyways, um, that's available exclusively on Bandcamp. Because this is a Lost Gems album with unreleased music, I decided to make it special. So it won't be on Spotify. It won't be on iTunes. Um, it'll only be on djreal1.bandcamp. And once again, that's djreal.one. But if you want to hear some other music, we're all over Spotify. We're all over iTunes. We're everywhere, man. That's that's how we do it. Are the past albums still on Bandcamp, like from the ground up? And yeah, so uh, that's one of your favorite albums there, right? Um, with me and me and the homie Mister Seventy Eight with the Dirt Platoon track. That's available on Bandcamp as well. Unfortunately, the CDs are sold out. So um, you know you got to get. Don't sleep. You got to get them when they yeah, come out. Exactly. So if if you haven't heard that yet, uh, it's also on Bandcamp on my Bandcamp. Um, so that's something something special. I try to put all the exclusives on Bandcamp, uh, so there's other stuff on there as well. But the stuff that, that we, we put on iTunes and Spotify, that stuff's more for the for everyone, you know? And speaking of CDs, Lost Gems will be available for a limited amount, right, on CD? So, yeah, uh, as I was telling you earlier, there's only 50 copies that I'm pressing. 49, because I already got the first one. I'm going to grab that from you before. Exactly, like, as soon as you man. open the box, I'm going to be standing outside your house like, yo, man, <laughs> let me get that first right. copy. And then, yeah, so 49. And actually, I hate to say it, man, there's actually only going to be 30 because oh. I have um, 10 other people that are going to get copies, like, you know, Confucius. Anyone that's on the album will, that makes sense. will get a copy right. right there. But they will be hand-numbered this time. So you got the hand-numbered copy, man. I'm going to give you the first one. Collector's you know editions. That's how we do it because you're the man. 
and you are part of this movement as well. Thank no, you. big up. I, I mean, like I said, I've known Azul for a long time, and you've been doing the beat game for, man, six, seven, eight years. Yeah, I'd like to say uh, maybe 2009, almost 10 years. Um, the, as far as the beat game goes, you know, I, I just felt more comfortable. I wanted to try something new. I feel like as far as DJing goes, I feel like I've done a lot. And, uh, and neither one of us can spit any rhymes, so <laughs> that sure? one never really happened. Are you sure? I've heard you before. Well, you know, I could always bring out a, what was my alter ego's name? Stank ass. I could always try that, but I don't, it's a bad idea. Well, a few beers and he might come out, man. <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is like Headknock Records, shout out to Headknock Records. They've been around since 2001 and it's just growing so much from the first, you know, first inception of that, that record label. And now... You guys are putting out, it's not even like once every like three or four years, you guys are putting out constant material. This is the second album because Designer Beach just came out, what, two months ago? Yeah, about two months ago. I mean, and that's the thing in this game nowadays, uh, whether it's underground or mainstream, you got to be consistent and you got to, you know, keep music coming out. It's difficult because, you know, it does take time and energy to make these beats and to work with other artists, which is, which is hard. And that's one of the reasons I'm putting out a lot of instrumental music. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because it's hard to link up with certain people. They, their timing is not the same as you, you know? I'm curious about that. That was something I was going to ask you. How how hard is it to get, I mean, obviously the answer is probably not going to be the same because it depends on the artist, but how hard is it to get somebody to work with once you put a beat out there and you maybe you shop it to a couple cats that you think would like it? Are they fighting oh over God, the beats? It's like one dude that comes back with you like, nah, I'm not feeling that. You got to do this. Well, like, how does that all work? I'm going to keep it keep it 100 with you, man. It's it's ridiculous. Um, you send a beat to the person you know that it'll work it'll work with, and then you don't get a response. So you wait a few months. You don't hear anything. So you send it to somebody else. You don't get a response. And I, I know, I mean, I'm not like trying to brag or anything, but I know some of these beats are fire. So then a year later, oh, you'll see him in the club. Oh, man, I'm going to use that beat. I'm working on it right now. I'm not trying to put anyone down, but there are certain artists and that I like to work with, that Headknock likes to work with, that don't play these games. They hear the beat, they know it's fire, and they put it out. And that's, that's who you're going to hear on the album. You know, those people that always come through for me. So to answer your question... Uh, it's very difficult to get a, to get a hold of these people. I'm sure know. there's been a couple. We don't want to say any names, but you actually knew in your head like this beat right here is yeah. perfect for this cat, right. and it just didn't work out. And and there's actually I'd like to say at least four instrumentals on this album. So if any MCs are listening and you just like to freestyle in your car, uh, feel free to download it. That's why I'm putting them out. You know I just want you to have fun with it. And uh, and there's at least four beats on here that were turned down. By um, and that's why it's called Lost Gems because these are gems that have been sitting there collecting dust that nobody used or they slept on, and now they're available to the public. I gotta talk about that cover too, by the way. <laughs> My man here, he's yeah. done things I've never been able to do. He's like a world traveler. You were in yeah. Egypt, yes, sir. You saw the pyramids and the, the Sphinx the and everything. <laughs> Pyramid building. <laughs> and the cover of your album, man, yeah. is is you with the hat, and you're walking around I'm, in, I'm this, out in there, the. Man. I'm out there, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's like you used it. 
you didn't take that picture knowing you were using it for this album, did you? Or nah, did it just kind of work out that way? You know, I, I, it was just like Lost Gems. I said, oh, man, you know, where did Indiana Jones go right. to find the Lost Gems? He went to the Temple of Boom. <laughs> or they might call it the Temple of Doom. But anyways, right, right, right. But anyways, uh, so the cover is actually in Petra, Jordan. If anyone out there knows where that's at, um, that's where they filmed uh, Indiana Jones. And um, and that's then I realized that. And I said, hey, you know what? I got this dope picture. Let me just throw it on here. And this is not Photoshop, people. I'm, I'm out there. And uh, on the inside, you might see me um, looking at some hieroglyphs. You never know. You know, I got some surprises. Shout on out to Dell. Oh, no, 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 not those hieroglyphics. Wait a minute. My no, I'm, bad. Not, I'm not looking at them. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, I mean, I went to Egypt and Jordan and I just thought, this is dope, man. Like, I need to share this, you know, with the people and let them see. Yeah, that cover, when I first saw it, I'm like, man, this is, you guys will see it. If you if you go to Bandcamp and you, you get ready to get this record, this album, this CD, the MP3, all that, you'll see the cover. I mean, it's, that's the thing with music. It's It's like a lost thing. We don't get cover art as much as we used to right. like me and you we buy records not just because we want to play them and mix them or something but it's like it's just the idea of holding it in your hand and just reading the liner notes and looking at the pictures so when i the first thing i was like man that pictures it makes me want the album it, even more it, instead of just having like your name on it or something it's, it's funny because one of the reasons i put this out was because it's almost for myself right. it's for you it's for me at least a handful. Like I said, 10 people are going to get this that, that are on the album. It's for them, you know, because I just, even, even if, you know, I'm not doing this for the money. I just do it because I love the music. I, and I made this, put my own money into this just so that I can have a copy of a CD. I could play in my car. I could put it on my shelf. I could frame it. You know, that's, that's just what me and you like. We like to have physical copies. So shout out to all my people out there that still buy, you know, physical CDs, physical cassettes, physical records. You know, that's dope. You know, And Record Store Day was yesterday. So exactly, yeah. a lot of people who don't buy records one day a year, they, uh, yeah, they got yeah, their records. Exactly. We know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Calling yeah. them out. <laughs> I mean, you know how we do, man. But uh, we, we, we also showing love to everybody. Um, man, dude, I just love to have a CD with credits in there. You know, that's cool. It, I'm looking at it now. I mean, just the idea that, you know, it's got a picture of you walking you know, you're looking like you're straight out, you know, just in the desert dunes. I mean, I was out there, man, 120 degrees. Is, is it as hot as it looks? Because it looks, you got, you're holding a bottle of water, so it well, must have been hot. <laughs> Notice that. It's not a beer, it's water. So you I definitely you needed some, some hydration. It's funny because, man, dude, like, if you notice, if you also notice, I'm wearing long sleeves and pants and a hat covering my neck. Because when you're out there, I mean, you have to wear long sleeves or else your Man. skin is going to burn up i would burn up like, i mean it's just ridiculous and being I, as white as i am it, w- <laughs> it would not be good for me say that <laughs> speaking of showing love to other artists let's get into this this one here with catch and ec illa that's uh it don't stop remix yeah for sure this is uh ec illa this is a lost gem because uh ec illa recently put out a seed stems and gems limited edition vinyl and cd and my man catch 22 was featured on it with a remix of this song so he sent him two remixes, and this is the one Isiela didn't choose. So we decided wow. to put it on our album. So How does the other one sound? Is that one um, pretty good, too? They're or? both dope, and okay. And I like them both equally. Um, if you want to hear that one, check out my man Isiela. Um, but shout out to Catch22. He is the founder of Headknock Records. And uh, here's a track with Isiela, produced by Catch22. But it stay motherfuckers. Straight up, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers this. Get this. So tapping hoes, don't know what 
they like shaking asses But when the mic passes, the masses caught the gases And it hit them like cashes Smack in the face like the bass in the place It's a straight waste of time with your rhyme though Until you lay where you ain't nothing but a rhyme ho So flow and let's see what you got You can't rock your cock, let alone rock a spot hop Cops wanna scrap, jocks wanna rap And the whack makes a hard rock wanna cap So take that and bring it back to the sucker duck Who's taking your mama But I didn't mean to tempt you with the shit that I write Cause writing means death and I won't stop rocking till there's no whack left And even after that, I still come fat with them stone cold raps And it's like that, so fight back But when we're done, you'll say easy as in It's a brand new year and shit's looking grim for the style that you're flowing Weed that you're growing, bitches that you're hoeing And people that you're knowing So lo and behold, spring brings a new crop Chicago hip-hop and it don't stop One, two, three
All right, we're back on Infinite Banter. DJ Real One's in the building, the literal building where I live. <laughs> this is Mark Jolliffe, and you just heard It Don't Stop Remix, ECL Catch-22 on the beat. Man, that one right there, another another banger yeah. on the Lost Gems album. And uh, this is available on the CD, but if you download the MP3, it's a bonus track. So there's four bonus tracks. Um, for those of you that like MP3s, um, you can go download it, and you will receive that track as well as a track by the homie uh, Jason UX and Mr. 78, and I believe two more. So um, that's a little bonus for all my people out there. And I know I talked it up earlier. We're going to scratch that. Puffing on the trees. You guys are worthy of it, but I don't know (laughs) if you're that worthy. Ouch. So listen to the songs you just heard. Go seek out the record, and then go look for Puffing on the Trees with Dre Cobbs. That one, I know that personally. I don't even have to play it. I know it. You know the words already. That song's a banger. (laughs) Yeah. And anybody out there, just from the title, you know what it's about. Just in case kids are listening or something. Yeah, we didn't want to play that one. Yeah, just yeah. go get it. Just go seek yeah. it out and listen to it. Right. This, this, that right there, that, that's, right. that's a banger, and you guys got to seek that out. So this old album, man, um, I could see it's a little personal, too. I, I, the 18 and 19. Oh, yeah. Mike 1 and, and the R.I.P. Mom. Those are... Yeah, we had some losses. Um, I mean, I, Mom, obviously, big loss. Prodigy. Oh, you got a Prodigy yeah, in here, prodigy. too. Prodigy. Um, so if you actually look at the playlist, you know, Rest in Peace, Mom... Uh, rest in peace, Prodigy, and I—I I don't know if anybody's a Pimp C fan out there. I even included P- Pimp C in there, you know. So uh, we we just paid pay our tribute to those that we lost uh, recently, and uh, that's how we do it, you know. Yeah, man, it's uh, it looks like there's a lot on here that anybody, if you want, just the instrumentals, like you said, or just some hardcore hip hop, some some underground stuff. There's something for something everybody. for everybody exactly, on here. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of everybody. You've seen a lot of movies that I talk about on here, but you see them in a different level. You're not watching them in a movie theater. Your movie right. theater is up how many feet in the air <laughs> on like on a Boeing or something. You're watching oh them in, God, the, in the planes. You know, I'm always doing these long distance flights and um, I, I just I save my movies for the flight because I don't want to sit there and be like, I saw this, saw this, saw this. So everything I watch is up in the sky and it's, it's fun because you get a more like de- intimate way of watching and um you really get into it you can't you can't uh go to get a pop or something you're stuck there you're trapped watching this movie <laughs> so you have to finish it yeah exactly so <laughs> i was asking you you know because I, I you know i'm a comic nerd i watch all this stuff i've listened to the podcast day. i've known you I, I know how you do i know you're not the comic nerd that i am but you appreciate a good movie exactly yeah so like what are a couple that you like give me a couple <laughs> that you think are lame that have come out in the last few years as far as comic or yeah, as far as or, or you know any you know what you can go all I over because it's infinite banter. There's no you know, you know it's infinite anywhere <laughs> you want to go with this. You could just talk on it. Let me tell you something, man. I I'm not a big comic book fan in general. I, res- I have total respect. For you, you don't read the comics. <laughs> I mean, I have respect. You for don't Stan live in your mom's basement. You have your own I, basement. I but once you lived there, but right. not anymore. I got my own basement. <laughs> <laughs> you bathe regularly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> man. You did. Oh my god, you crazy man. Now it's going off. I'm going off, off the on the other stuff. Right there, <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, man. I mean, you know me. I just I view them as a viewer. I mean, if they're if they're good, they're good. And uh, one of my favorite comic books as a kid that I did read was Spider Man. And um, I always loved the movies when they came out. I thought like Tobey Maguire. I thought those movies were great. Right. Uh, I mean, for all of you that didn't think that, I'm sorry. I'm like, don't get mad at me, anybody out there. I'm just a general no, viewer. The ones with the but, kid after him. So the Garfield guy were bad. Let me and tell then you something, dude. The next guy. I saw. I turned one on, Spider-Man prom season. I mean, I was <laughs> like, what is this? Season. This guy, Spider-Man wait going to prom wait or something? <laughs> I don't know what it was. You're I thinking mean, of... Um, it was so bad, I forgot Homecoming. the name. 
Okay, there Prom sees. I like that one better, though. Spider-Man prom. Who's he going to go to the dance with? Is Mary Jane going to say yes or no? But that's what it was, though. I mean, it's funny yeah. but true. That's exactly what it was. Um, that's where it lost me. And then... And then Aunt May's hot because it's... Yes, uh, yes, that's uh, true. What's, why, why can't you think of her name? I can't deny that. Why, why can't you think of her name? From Wrestler. Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah. Aunt May was yes. always old. Marissa like, she Tomei, looked like, yeah. you know, she was like 80-something, and now she's like now she's 45. Like 40, exactly. I'm like, what the hell? What, yeah, excuse me. What the heck's going on here? Can we curse on this thing? Or yeah, what, you man? can do it. Go ahead. Yeah, you can. Well, anyway, even on radio, you could say hell, so hell, hell, hell. There it is. <laughs> okay, so that one you weren't feeling. You didn't so like prom. I wasn't prom. feeling that Spider-Man one. Spider-Man goes to the prom. You didn't Spider-Man like that prom. one. Spider-Man prom. Um, so then I said, you know, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, so let me check out Venom, you know, see what that's all about. Uh, watched that one, and um, I liked it. It was good. Um, I wasn't a big fan of uh, some of the actors in there, and the, the right. main. I, like I said, I don't know all their names, but um, storyline was good. But once again, Spider Man wasn't included in the storyline. Yeah, that was my yeah. beef with it because, like, how does this alien know how to take a Spider Man form if it hasn't exactly. actually been on? It was right. kind of weird to me. There's some right. good and bad with that movie, but it's yeah, that was good. It's it's better than most of the DC stuff, which you probably right. I'd have to explain a little. I bit. I mean, I hate to difference. say it, all the listeners out there. I don't know the di- I, you're gonna kill me. DC, Marvel. I <laughs> it's mean, I okay. Know, I know there's two different ones, but I mean, no disrespect to Stan Lee. I don't even know which one he's down with. <laughs> he's so on Marvel. <laughs> please don't kill me, everyone. <laughs> but still, by give a Stan Lee song on, on the album. Is there anything in no. reference to him? Uh, no. There should be, though. There should be. Right. Rest in peace. There yeah. probably, you know what, though? He's so intertwined with pop with culture. Hip-hop, There's probably yeah. something in here you wouldn't even catch. And there might be a line in the, one of the lyrics. You know, I'm sure Confucius Price twists the lyrics somehow mentioning. Right. You know what I mean? But He, um, he seems like he's a comic nerd. I'm going to have to ask him, but I, right. think he's, I think he's down. And that's the thing, man. Like with comics, wrestling, um, you know, I might joke around with you. We might joke around here, but I always have respect for it. Anybody that has some kind of passion about a hobby or a collection, you know, I'm the same way with records and hip hop. So, uh, you know, there's utmost respect for all my DC Marvel fans out there. You know what I mean? And you were telling me, I haven't seen it yet. White Boy Rick? White Boy Rick is is dope. Okay. It's a good movie. If anyone hasn't seen that, uh, it takes place in, I believe, the um, uh, early 80s Detroit so I was wondering if there was a soundtrack for it. The sound, the the music was amazing in the movie. Uh, Storyline was great. Very original movie. Was know? there hip hop in it, or was it mostly yeah. like okay? It's dope because at one point they went to the uh, the skate the skating rink. Like you know, back in the day they used to go to the roller rink, and um, it was funny. This white, Rainbow when I was a kid. Remember the Uptown, North Side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Rainbow right. skating rink. I'm sure it's gone. Closed down. You already yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, man, they played like a little kind of like that uh, bounce skate role, like that kind of funk. Oh, okay. They played some hip hop in there as well. I mean, I always I always check for the soundtracks. Um, great storyline, man. I definitely need to check it so, out. So yeah, that's that's one that's on the list. I totally forgot I slept on that one. And we were talking about Black Klansman. Oh my god, uh, that one's really good. I don't think it's Spike Lee's best work, but True. he should have won a, an Oscar. I, I, it's criminal to me this dude has it, not won an Oscar just for the stuff he's done in the past. Forget Black Klansman, but. But it's kind of interesting how they gave it to him for this one. It's almost like, you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything going on in the media and culture, it's almost like a ham, you know, just like, oh, let's just give it to him for this. Like you said, it wasn't his best. Did it deserve an Oscar? Um, yes, yes and no. You know what I'm saying? Right. But They gave him a nomination yeah, finally. But Exactly. But I so, thought they were doing like Scorsese because he never won an Oscar either and then he got one for The Departed. But and it's Departed's not like, his yeah. best work, but Thank it was a really good movie. But, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't really like how they do that. But right. I guess that's the Hollywood. We don't, what do we know about that, right? They realize they screwed something up and then they, yeah. oh, let's let's go all in on the next one. Exactly. And, you know, like they, they, didn't, they do that every year. You're right. They, they yeah. overcompensate and it looks fake. Right. That's Hollywood, though. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. But Klansman was dope, though. I mean, Black Klansman was a dope movie. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So Yeah, he's good. In, and I didn't realize until I was watching, that's Denzel's son. No. That's him. What? If you listen to his voice, he sounds just Are like Denzel Washington. Yeah. Wow, they have the, I mean, it's almost identical. Right. You know, looking at him, you might not notice. But if you just listen to his voice, I'm like, dude, that's... Because I, I forgot that he was in the movie when I was watching it. Right. And I'm like, that sounds just like... I, I wanted him to yell, like, <laughs> King Kong ain't got shit on me. I wanted him to say it, just like <laughs> sound like his dad. But What's he's really name? good in it. You, what is his name? Uh, you're going to have to make me look oh, this I'm up. I'm sorry, man. Go, yeah. ahead, go ahead and banter for a minute. I'll look this up here. So let me banter for a minute. I want to tell everybody, um, you know, this is how I do it. I watch movies thousands of miles in the air, and I fly thousands of miles to see some stuff, and then I come hang out with my homie, and we just play music. So we're having a good time today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this is the banter. John show. David Washington. Okay, I just bantered the heck out of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, thanks for coming through, man. It was my birthday on Friday. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, appreciate hit, hit it. Hit my thanks. man up. You know, where can they follow you at? If you, if you say it on your show or You know not? what? I, I do it at the beginning, and I okay. do it at the end. So right. we're about the end. So I'm going to do all that. Podcast.com. I'm on Google Play, Mixcloud, SoundCloud. I need someone to help me get this iTunes thing figured out. Okay. I'm kind of stupid We'll work with on it. that, man. Um, yeah. At Infinite Banter on Twitter and same on Facebook. And this is crazy, but I let people know my real Instagram, DJ Soundwave75. You could bother me on there. I don't care. That's what's just up. Just no man. porn stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you can uh, send me the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, Instagram's. Yeah. Let me put something about Instagram. It's crazy because right. I, I had it public when I first got on there. You've been teasing me get on Instagram, get on Instagram yeah. for a couple years. Mm-hmm. I finally did it. But when I wasn't private, like all these weirdos are like following you. Yeah. Now that I made it private, I get these like weird requests. Like someone's wanting to request you, and it's always message, like yeah. they got like two pictures and nothing else. And it's like, dude, yeah. what? What is going on here? Why yeah. am I getting these? But yeah. the good thing is, it's it's like it's filtered, so I don't have to worry about keeping them. That's a little too personal. But hey, right. <laughs> if you're talking about the show, you can follow me on there. But the people with the clothes off, uh, I'm, I'm not interested. Thank you. Right. Unless they're dudes. Yes, my favorite. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speaking of dudes, at the yeah. Star Wars con yesterday, there was a dude walking around as Slave Leia. No. And it no, kind of threw me off a little serious? bit. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, we, me and my friend Mario, who was there, we, we made it a point to point out how... There was a lot of them. That right. was like the most popular costume was... I noticed that too, because I, like I follow that. Mario on Instagram as well. And I mean, they were they were killing it with the, with the Leias. Here's how big he is on Instagram. Some dude saw him mm-hmm. and said, oh, you're Mario on Instagram. What? Because he, because Mario ran into J.J. Abrams and he got a picture like no, standing next to him. No, and some guys like you were with the legend. Really, your Mario was here on Instagram. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So. Mario, he's killing the game. I mean, he, you know, he's like me as far as the travel goes as well. Shout out Mario. I see you. He just went to Peru. I saw that. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think he's up to you. On how many wonders you have left? I have zero left. You're done. I've seen them all. That's yeah. it. That's that's kind of why I'm retired. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna focus on the music now. So that's so you did the man-made wonders. I did all well. I mean, the original Seven Wonders are okay. there's only one left, which is the pyramid. Okay. And I saw that, um, and that one that you'll see on the cover of the album that's Petra Jordan. Uh, that's the second one. I saw two of those in one trip. Um, you know. You did Rio de Janeiro too. That one. Um, here's the thing about that. Oh, okay. No disrespect, my people out there, but right. I mean, I'll get to it one day, but I just didn't. It was either that. The, so the pyramids is not on the list. Oh, because is it? I know it's like isn't natural yeah. wonders and man-made right. wonders. Okay, they have old and new, and right. they had a vote on the internet for what people wanted to see as the wonders of the world, and the pyramids didn't get voted in 
because they didn't because they're an old one. But I think that's the obvious one, so I chose that over the Rio. I got so, you. And yeah. that one's you know that 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 and town. If you're gonna and go to there, me it's kind of like brand new. It's it's like it to me it's kind of like the Statue of Liberty, which was also on the list to vote for, but nobody voted for that one. Okay. Now here's the one I did see that that got robbed in Cambodia. It's called Angkor Wat. So all my people that have been there or seen it online, Angkor Wat should have been the seventh wonder of the world, but they got robbed by Brazil because there wasn't enough people in their country to vote for it because it was an online vote. So Angkor Wat, wonder of the world, in my opinion, and I, I, I went to see that one instead. So it's kind of like the all-star voting. Like everybody who's fans of the Red Sox and Yankees, all their players get in. And if, you're, <laughs> if you happen to right. be a fan of someone from the Diamondbacks, you're, you're screwed. Because right. like not enough people. Okay. <laughs> good, it's like that. That's they, a good comparison. Man. I it like it, that. it sounds yeah. like it's what it was. Like Cambodia is like yeah. the Arizona Diamondbacks of, yeah. you know. And the voting. guy, when we went there on a tour, the guy said we don't have a, a big internet um, service here. Our internet is very slow or, or most, most of the population of Cambodia don't, they don't have internet. So they weren't able to vote. So, you know, of course you're going to vote for your home team, you know. Man, that's too bad. So you don't – the real ones list yeah. of wonders, you don't count that one because I, I mean, it shouldn't be. It's on, I'll get there one day. You right. Know? I mean, no disrespect, it's on the list. But um, I would even think Statue of Liberty might be better. But I, I guess I need to see it in person before I judge it. You know, right. I should not do that. Rio would be crazy, though. And plus, I'd be kind of yeah. half afraid to go to that place. I mean, I went. <laughs> That's the I, stuff I've seen on Rio's TV insane, and such. Man, yeah. I mean, if I could go to Egypt, I could probably go there, you know. You could handle it. Exactly. I wouldn't know what to do because I've never been out of the country. So I'm yeah. I'm still trying to get to Canada. You're, <laughs> really? you're already like wow. on, all over the world. Mexico, man? Never been to Mexico. Oh, I've been to Puerto Rico, but I've been told that doesn't count. Yeah. Although Trump might say it. It's not part of America, so it probably does count. I don't know. Dang, you took it there? I'm, I usually don't, you know. But you just did. You just reminded me about uh, my man Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. We have to say that because, uh, you know, if, if you're not familiar with him, uh, you know, I know you, you're not too familiar. Yeah, I got to give you props, man, because you've been kind of putting me on to some of his yeah. stuff. And uh, the dude was nice. I mean, I yeah. probably should know more about him, but the, it's not just about the music with him, yeah. though. It's better late than never. You know, like there's cats right. that weren't alive that might be listening right now that weren't alive when Tupac was here. But they right. know him because they listen to his music. And that's one great thing about music. You know, uh, maybe in the future somebody might discover my music. Or, you know what I'm saying, or even right. your podcast. That music will live on forever. And Nipsey Hussle, uh, from what I see and what people are saying on the internet, he is. I mean, not lyrically, but he is the Tupac of our generation as far as what he did for the community and bringing the West together. You know, bringing the Bloods and Crips together after his death. I mean, so there's a lot of stuff that he was trying to do that um, is comparable to Pac. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like I said, uh, thanks for putting me on to him a little bit. I mean, I of course, I knew who he was, but I didn't know him to the degree that I should have. And it is unfortunate when somebody passes away, people go out of their way to, like, become fans. Right. But I guess it's better than completely ignoring him, too. Like, But right. the dude was, he was nice, you know, for sure. I, the first time I heard a song from him was the, the FDT. And I remember sending that to you, and I remember you telling me, man, this song is great. He said, "You're you because there's two guys, YG and Nipsey Hussle. You're like, oh, the lyrics are, are are decent, but man, the message. And so for somebody from the West to put out messages like that uh, is just kind of amazing, you know. Um, and what he was doing is just uh, amazing. Rest in peace. Yeah, Nipsey big time, Hussle, man. We got sure. we got to tip one back for uh, yeah, Nipsey definitely. Hussle for sure, man. Right. He's one of the one. He's he's a legend, and not just for the music game, for like what you said, everything to the community. Right. And uh, I think what he did, the groundwork he laid, and how to 
how to give back to the community, I, hopefully the legacy will be that. Exactly, people can man. take that and do that going yeah. forward. Yes, sir. Exactly. But uh, big up, real man. Thanks for coming through. And once again, we got to talk about the album, Designer Beats, also Lost Gems, where heads can find this stuff. Okay, so, uh, you know, for the, the new album, uh, actually, let's make it easy. Just go on Instagram and follow Headknock Records, or you can follow myself, DJ R-E-A-L-O-N-E. I'm on Twitter, DJ Real One. Um, and, of course, most importantly, DJ Real One dot Bandcamp. Let's do it. Yeah, and I always try to retweet his stuff if I'm – good enough you know, sometimes i'm an idiot and i don't know how to retweet i'm so trying to figure all this stuff out but i've been trying to be good about it so i definitely if you follow me on there at infinite banter or dj soundwave 75 i tweet them instagram we'll do all that stuff so you guys get the the yeah. knowledge of where to find this man's good until music. you get sick of seeing it put it that way. yeah yeah <laughs> right like it's like i said uh, a couple weeks ago with the dmc drop i'm gonna keep playing it and when you get sick of it i'm gonna play it some more because I mean, how can you not, man? I mean, the dude was like a legend, and I'm, I mean, I'm looking I'm around talking this, to this dude. I'm looking around this uh, your little studio here, and I mean, I see he's everywhere, man. DMC is. I mean, he's got the little mini figurine. You got the autographed record. You got the picture. I mean, I got the shell toes for my birthday. Shell toes. You, I mean, <laughs> you got like, the Adidas sandals. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, I didn't even see. That's I mean, how ingrained it is into me. I don't even realize just, I'm wearing them. It's like it's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lifestyle. I mean, like I told him in the interview, like. I know he. I was talking about his comic book mostly, but on the real, and I'm, I'm sure you fit, fill in with this too. He, he, Run DMC, Public Enemy, BC Boys, LL, all of them. They were like superheroes to me. So like as a kid, like I'm seeing these dudes. I'm like, I want to wear their outfits. I want to talk like them, dress like them, right? Be like these dudes, right? You know. So they were like real life comic book characters, super superheroes. You know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's a great comparison. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, who wouldn't want to wear like you know. Big Daddy Kane's like you know gold necklace or something you know and that's, that's better than a Superman man? cape to me. With rest in peace, Jam Master Jay with the record in his oh, hand, amazing. Man. Man. I mean, these are like, I mean, the comic book that he's doing. I heard that that show and it was great. I mean, you know, what he also had and I need to get it. Both of us being record collectors, he had an album uh, was drawn. I think he saw it. I think he posted on his Instagram. It was like a zombie version of DMC. And Tony Moore, who did the original Walking Dead comic book, he did the drawing for it. And wow. it's, I forgot the name that's, of the album. That's dope. But it, he had it sitting there. It wasn't for sale. It was just a show. And I was, like, dope, I was like, damn, that is. You wanted that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was Coming soon or what? I think it's out. I think it was okay. out last year on like yeah. Record Store Day. And it was only limited copies of it. So yeah, right. I should probably go on his website and see if he has any more left. Right. Because I don't know. I know. I know anything more about the music on there but i know that cover has got tony moore's art and it looks That's really cool to dmc's i think it's like back from the dead or something's what wow. it's called so wow but um big up real for coming through man i appreciate you when i first started doing this you were like the first person i was like man one of these days real's got to come in here and talk and you've got all this music to to promote so it was yeah. a good time to get you in here well, hopefully i'll be back man and hopefully i have some more for you yeah and you can rip on uh the next star wars movie <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that next episode, man. Yeah. No doubt. Thanks, everyone. Or not thanks, everyone. Uh, I was going to thank you for having me, and thanks, Yo, everyone, no for listening. We really appreciate the support. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, big up, everybody listening. Check us out on podcast.com, Google Play, Mixcloud, SoundCloud. Follow me on uh, Twitter at DJ Soundwave 75 or Infinite Banter, and then Facebook at Infinite Banter. And check this man out on Bandcamp, DJ Real One. That's how we do it. Peace. Well, that concludes another episode of Infinite Banter. Big out to my man, DJ Real One, for coming in and doing the show with me live and in person. 
at my house here. So it was really cool for him to come through. Really appreciate that. Check out his new album, Lost Gems, drops tomorrow on Monday the 15th on djrealone.bandcamp.com. You heard a couple songs here in the podcast. I'm not kidding when I say this is this is the real stuff. If you're a real hip-hop fan like myself, go check it out. Definitely, definitely, definitely go buy that record. Uh, check me out, Infinite Banter, the show. We're on Podbean, podcast.com, Google Play, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, and um, on Twitter at Infinite Banter or DJ Soundwave75. If you want to get to me personally, Instagram, same thing, DJ Soundwave75. Facebook fan pages at Infinite Banter. Thanks for everybody for listening. Once again, big up to DJ Real One, and I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. <laughs>